You're listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, and KFCF in Fresno is at 88.1. You're also listening on the web at kpfa.org, and also in Santa Cruz, you're listening on 97.5 K248BR. That's in Santa Cruz. And stay tuned, because you have... Full Circle coming up next. Full Circle, yes, we rotate. 360 degrees, high, high, 360 degrees, high, high, 306, 306, 360 degrees, high, high. Welcome to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine, produced by apprentices of the First Voice Media Program here at KPFA. I am your host, Zakia G.E.K. Part, and I have an exceptional, I mean exceptional, show for you tonight. We have been listening to excerpts. From, we will be listening to excerpts from an upcoming East Bay musical drama and get to enjoy some narration, singing, and drumming from this spectacular play entitled Go Tell It, A Harriet Tubman Christmas Story. Welcome back to Full Circle. If you just tuned in, tonight our show is entitled Go Tell It, a Harriet Tubman Christmas Story. This play is a musical drama about Harriet Tubman's first escape with passengers on the Underground Railroad. She heard her three brothers were to be sold on Christmas Day in 1854. Harriet Tubman journeyed back to the plantation where she was once enslaved to lead her brothers to freedom. And I have in the studio with me the writer and director, Taiwo Kutichakalia Setu. Just a little bit about Taiwo. Taiwo Kutichakalia Setu is a coloratoria, soprano, dancer, educator, historian, storyteller, entertainer, musician, praise, singer, and now also a playwright. Her performance history spans over two decades. She has performed with Fabia Kujishakalia and Mayat, Omega, Mhotep Dance Ensemble, the Houston Ebony Opera Guild, Oakland Opera Theater, Lyric Theater of San Jose, and N. Toroma, African Drummers and Dancers. This is an ensemble she co-founded. Tawo utilizes the arts to tell African-American history by combining spirituals, gospel, praise dance, and traditional West African dance and drumming. 
Go tell it, a Harriet Tubman Christmas story, Taiwo's annual production premiered in 2012 and received rave reviews for both 2012 and 2013 productions. Taiwo has been an educator for over 15 years and has taught West African dance at Perry View A&M University. At Stanford University, she taught hip hop and West African dance as well as other dance styles. Taiwo has a Bachelor's of Music and Vocal Performance and a Master of Business Administration in Marketing. She is co-founder of Lyric Dance and Vocal Ensemble and Lyric Performing Arts Academy and currently serves Lyric Performing Arts Academy as Chief Executive Officer. In addition to all of this, Taiwo is a wife and Mother. Welcome, Taiwo Kujikachaklia Setu. It's an honor to have you as my guest. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. So, Taiwo, I would like to uh, start by by asking, uh, making a statement perhaps first, that you performed with such legends as Catherine Dunn, Jeromino Pratt, Nelson Mandela, Regina Bell, Farrell, Saunders and Dizzy Gillespie, what would you say you've drawn from these legendary greats? Um, I think what I've drawn from performing with or performing for some of those greats is that you you really have to kind of create your own path and blaze your own trail. I mean, Catherine, Kath, Catherine Dunham created her own dance technique. It's called Dunham Technique. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as if she tried to fit herself into a mold that already existed or put herself in a box. She ventured out, and she was an ethnomusicologist mm. and a dancer. And so Dunham Technique is a result of her history of ethno or the study of ethnomusicology and and classical dance, ballet. So she created this wonderful technique that now people can become certified in. Um, so I think all and what of what a wonderful role model. A wonderful role model. <laughs> um, so I think all of these people, they they forged their own paths. Um, free, they were freedom fighters. Geronimo Gijaga, people know him as Geronimo Pratt, uh, who passed away a few years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a, a um, member of... The Black Gorilla family, people mistakenly say he was a member of the Black Panther Party, but he was, um, he believed in arming himself and defending black people against police brutality, which fast forward 30 something years, some decades, we're still dealing with. So these are people who um, had ideals and they stood by them and they stood for them and they were dedicated to creating something beautiful out of what was or creating something new or and or fighting for freedom mm-hmm. beautifully said so you know i really applaud you for writing this play you're keeping our history alive african-american history of our ancestors so why is this history that you're telling in your place so important? I think for two reasons. The primary reason is that you really do not understand your present unless you understand your history. Mm. So people don't understand the conditions that we are dealing with today in the world 
because they don't have a good grasp of world history. You cannot understand the reality of police brutality and racism and all of those things that we deal with specifically in this country if you don't understand the history of this country. Mm. That it was set up that way during the enslavement holocaust. It was... People all over the world were taught to hate black people, to fear black people, to despise black people so that people could feel good about brutalizing and enslaving black people. You cannot feel comfortable with a system of enslavement that brutalizes people, kills people, damages people unless you feel like there's something wrong with that group of people. So all over the world, people were taught to hate black people. Slavery ended, but that thought process never ended. So fast forward to 2015, of course, black men are being murdered. Because decades and centuries ago, people were taught to fear and hate and despise black men. So it's not surprising that we have, especially law enforcement officials, people all over the world killing black men. People go, I don't understand what's happening. Well, the system of, of racism was never dismantled. Slavery ended, but the system of racism was never dismantled. So unless you really understand the history, you won't understand the present. And without a thorough understanding of the history, there's no possible way we can change the present. You cannot stop police brutality unless you stop the thought process of people fearing people of color. Mm. It won't happen. Isn't that something that people you hear that? It's a lot to learn and a lot to be aware of. It's so important that we uh, continue to follow up with uh, our history. So Taiwo, I was wondering, um, would you tell us uh, what inspired you in the writing? of uh, uh, Go Tell It, a Harriet Tubman Christmas story? What inspired me um, in particular, I grew up studying opera and classical music. I started taking voice lessons when I was 12 years old. Mm, um, and I've studied um, arias and opera, which I, I love all that stuff. It's, it's beautiful. It's challenging to me, so mm -hmm. I enjoy it. Um, I, I like things that are challenging, so I take on challenges. Okay. Um, and I was taught spirituals by my voice teacher who was... Um, a very um, active and renowned baritone here in the Bay Area. His name is was David Tigner. He passed away a few years ago. And um, he taught me spirituals, but he taught them to me in a context that I did not understand. So it was a concert setting mm -hmm. of a spiritual. And I knew because my mother is a griot, she's a historian. So I always knew that spirituals had code words in them. They were the music that Africans enslaved in this country sang. Okay. And so singing it in a concert setting like classical music or like opera didn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I always had this question, like, how do we go from a plantation, music on a plantation, to music in a, in a to this same music in a classical setting? So fast forward, when I was a few years back, I was doing some graduate um, research at Cal State East Bay in the music department for my master's, mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to research spirituals and specifically the the African cultural retentions in spirituals. I wanted to know if, like Candomblé, like Santeria, um, like you see in other parts of the diaspora, okay. if we could find things like that in spirituals, especially or specifically um, retentions of traditional African religion in spirituals, because I thought if there are any of those cultural retentions on these shores, we would find it in spirituals. Mm -hmm. So I did not necessarily find that in the wording because in this country 
it was a special brand of slavery where literally any of those remnants were beat out of the people. So mm-hmm. unlike in Cuba and other parts of the diaspora, Brazil, where some of the uh, deities survived, we don't have that here. That's right. What did survive was were the rituals, the ritual context that spirituals were sung in. So um, my father-in-law was a child. Ifa devotee and we went to a celebration where he had made his first year as being a, an Ifa priest and I was looking at some of the singing of the songs and the ritual that happened and they were the people singing were traveling in a in a, a counterclockwise circle as they sang the songs and then I'm doing research on spirituals and I noticed that on the plantation 85% of the spirituals were sung in what's called a ring shout where the people would kind of shuffle in a counterclockwise circle while they sang the songs I said that's it the language didn't survive the the names of the deities didn't survive, mm-hmm. but those, the the uh, rituals survived. Mm-hmm. So I started doing more research on, on the spirituals. And this is a true story, as mm-hmm. unbelievable as it sounds. Okay. I'm in the research stacks one day in the area where they have all of the slave narratives and the biographies about Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman and all these people who lived back then. A book literally falls off the shelf to an open page. Uh-huh. And my research question at this point was, okay, I know that spirituals are coded. What evidence can I find to prove this, mm-hmm. right? So the open page of the book um, was about how Harriet Tubman, when she made her first successful escape, because she attempted to a couple times before she made a successful escape, when she made her first successful escape, how she walked past the kitchen window of the big house. Mm -hmm. The overseer is literally yards away sitting on a horse watching her. Mm -hmm. She walks past the kitchen window singing a song. Okay. And it's in the song. It said, farewell, friends. I'm going to leave you. I'm going to the promised land. And I said, that's the key right there. Hmm. That was how she let her friend know she was leaving because she couldn't come out and say, hey, y'all, I'm going. Right, exactly. She walked past the window singing the song. The overseer's sitting right there. She's singing in code. Everyone on the plantation knew that the promised land meant the north or somewhere at freedom. Mm -hmm. So she said, farewell, friends. I'm going to leave you. I'm leaving this life. I'm going to the promised land. I was like, that's the key. So I flipped through the, the book some more and I found this story of her three brothers and how she went to help them escape on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. And I thought, if there's any vehicle I can use to tell the history of spirituals and how they were functionally used on the plantation, it's this story. Because if you ever read any slave narratives or anything from that time period, it's hard to piece together lots of details. Uh But between that biography, a very thorough biography written, um, written, in like 2005 about Harriet Tubman. And then William Still compiled uh, a book of all the people who came through his anti-slavery office along the Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. Every single person who came through, he wrote down their names, their stories. Between those three resources, I was able to piece together enough information to put this show together. Oh, that is incredible. I can see you really love challenges. I do. (laughs) And I really love history. (laughs) And I am so grateful. And I'm sure lots of people are so grateful that you took on the challenge. And so we have this wonderful play that you have written. Um, I wanted to ask also, uh, I know that there are a lot of people out there that say they don't want to hear anything about enslavement or Harriet Tubman. Um, What do you say to those people? I ask why, mm-hmm. because I find history fascinating, and for usually what happens for people is that they don't know enough about it to care. 
mm-hmm. or okay. to have a desire to care. And because I've taught small children a lot, I'm always asking them why. Because, and, and it's not just children. Mm-hmm. Do you find adults who make blanket statements like, oh, white people are bad. I had this conversation oh, yeah. one day with some of my students uh-huh. uh, because we were talking about um, my, my, some of my was it first, second grade. We're talking about police brutality and the and I, uh, Tamir Rice okay. and his uh-huh. murder uh-huh. and how he, Tamir Rice, if, any, if anyone does not know, was a 12-year-old little boy who was on a playground playing with a toy gun and someone called 911, a, uh, a white man called 911 and said, there's this kid over here playing with what looks like a real gun. It could be a toy, but all I know is I'm scared. And the police came and jumped out of the car and within seconds shot him dead mm-hmm. on a playground. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to, and this was an African-centered school, by the way. I'm, I'm, people are probably thinking, you're having these conversations with second graders? This is an African-centered school. <laughs> so we have these conversations often about our reality in America right. as black people. It definitely um, is a reality. So one of the kids said, well, all oh, white people are bad. I said, well, why do you say that? Well, the police officers are white. I said, bad people are bad and good people are good. Mm-hmm. So when I hear statements like that, or I don't want to hear about that, well, why not? What is it that you think you know about it that makes you think you don't want to hear anything about it? Because generally there are some preconceived ideas. There are some misconceptions that if we get through the misconceptions, then people are more open to it. And what I really love about theater and about musical theater is no matter what people's preconceived ideas are, within the course of an hour and a half to two hours, they can take themselves out of the conversation and just watch something happening on Mm, stage, mm -hmm. and it breaks down those barriers. Because what they think of as dull, dry, boring history has come to life in Mm -hmm. front of them, and they've laughed, they've cried, they've watched in like angst they they're looking and they're invested because now they know of a specific story not just something that happened 150 years ago but this is a specific story about a specific family and how they dealt with this and at the end of every show we have question and answer Mm. and i love that part because i get a chance to hear the audience's reactions Mm -hmm. and often i hear oh well i thought that you know this was dull and boring stuff and then i i saw this show or the music was beautiful or that story was touching or i never knew that that kind of Mm. stuff was happening Mm -hmm. and so people just need to be educated usually the people who don't who say things like that don't know enough about the subject okay very beautifully put thank you for that taiwo um at this time i i'd like to um ask you let's see i don't know if we if we are kind of out of time for this segment i did have a um okay so i'm going to continue um i wanted to ask um you to sing uh, a coded one of the coded um spirituals all right so uh you, I have some of my cast members here with me today mm-hmm. who are going to sing with us. So we'll sing um, a little bit of the gospel train. This this is everybody's favorite. And the, it, the audience generally really likes this song, and my cast members love this song. So we'll sing a little bit about that. We'll sing a little of that one. So my, my cast members are moving to the mic so that we can we can be heard. And we have a a wonderful multi-generational cast. My cast members um, 
are as young as 10 in the studio today. We have children in our cast because there were children on plantations. So we like to keep it really accurate to the time period. Um, and, and us older folks. And we are going to sing a bit of the gospel train. The gospel train, I'm a coming. I hear it just at hand. I hear the car wheels rumbling and rolling through the land. And get on board, little children, get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, there's room for many more. Then get on board, little children, get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, there's room for many more. The gospel train, I'm a coming. I hear it just at hand. I hear the car wheels rumbling and rolling. Through the land and get on board, little children, get on board, little children, get on board, little children. There's room for many more than get on board, little children, get on board, little children, get on board, little children. There's room for many more. All right, one of our up tempo moments in the show, one of our upbeat moments that kind of lighten the mood. <laughs> That really did light, lighten the mood. Thank you, Taiwo, and cast for that. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Okay. At this time, we're going to have a, um, a musical break. We'll be right back. So please stay with us.
was beautiful. Give Me Jesus is the name of that song, and it was arranged by Taiwo. Absolutely a wonderful, beautiful arrangement. So we are lucky enough to have some of the cast from Go Tell It here with us in the studio today. So I'm going to have Taiwo to, to introduce the cast to us. Okay, we have... Um Zion Abiodun. Hi. Sage Awoyefa. Hello. Andrew Silva. Hey. Asia Gonzalez. Hi there. My identical twin sister, Kahende Kuji Chagulia Seitu. Hello. And Bryant Bowling. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you all so much for being here. I'm excited to hear a little bit about the radio drama from all of you. Oh, so what? I'm so sorry. Oh, oh my you, goodness. Oh, you sure did. Oh, <laughs> I left out a very important person. He's that? only my husband and life partner. Oh <laughs> so he's going to forgive you. And he's you. in another studio, which is why, because I'm not looking directly at him, but he will be live on the drums for one of our songs. This is Mr. Obara Six Awo. Yefa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, you can't forget the husband. You cannot forget the husband. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, so so I'd like to know, um, so what segment of the play are you going to grace our listeners with today? We will do um, the intro and a little bit of the middle where we talk about code words. Okay. And then we'll do... Ben, um, John's monologue, John, her oldest brother, um, who's the part that Bryant ha- is playing, because that, that's one of the meatiest parts of the show. So you get to hear, you will get to hear a taste. We're not giving away the ending. You have to come see that. We're going to give you a little bit of a cliffhanger there. Okay. Um, but yes, that's what we'll do. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you for that. So we're going to go right into that. Of his love and wonders of his love and 
heaven and nature sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing I remember, I remember watching my soul, my sister be sold to the chain gang. That be a sad, sad day. Lord, how come me? Cause we wasn't allowed to read and write didn't mean we was dumb we outsmarted them white folks around that plantation all the time when you hear the word bondage in a song mm-hmm, that means slavery Satan not Satan Satan be the slave master hell be farther south but heaven that be north all the way up to Canada Canaan be the land of freedom 
and the River Jordan. That there be the first steps. And home. Whenever somebody say home, home be Africa. Now, now let's see now. What what else was there? Now I, I got it. I remember. I remember. Now Egyptians, those be the slavers. And Israelites, them be the slaves. Moses, now Moses and King Jesus, those be some important words in our songs. Now, those be the people that come help the slaves. Babylon be winter. Now, midnight and dawn, those be places. Mm-hmm. Whenever you hear somebody talking about midnight, they talk about Detroit, Michigan. That's right. Midnight be Detroit, Michigan. That be the last stop in this country for passing on into dawn. Dawn be Ontario, Canada. Because, you know, we can't be free unless we all the way up in Canada. Now, Judgment Day. Whenever you hear someone singing about Judgment Day, that means emancipation. And the gospel train, Lord, Lord, we love to hear about that gospel train because the gospel train, that right there, that be the Underground Railroad. So, you know, when I left that, bro- that broadest plantation, that's right, I just walked right past the window singing, singing my friend a farewell song because I knew she would know the meaning. I knew now. I knew, and she knowed. She did. She knowed. Mm-hmm. Swing low, sweet chariot. Come and find a carry me Jordan, and what did I see? Coming for to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me. Coming for to carry me home. If you get there before I do. Coming for to carry me home. Tell all my friends I'm a-coming to. Coming for to carry me home. Swing low, swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to carry me home. Swing low, swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to carry me My name is John, and I, we knew Harry was coming for us, but I couldn't leave just yet. You see, my wife Mary was in labor with our third youngin', and you know Harry don't wait for no one. I just prayed that the baby would come in time for me to meet up with her. My whole family was brought up here on this broadest plantation. My mammy and my pappy. My brothers and their children, my wife and my children, all of our family was brought up on this broadest plantation, except for Harriet. Lord, now, you know I can't get sold off, off on that auction block, because if I go down south, I might not never get away. No, but if I go north, I can send for them later.
I hear the trainer coming. She's coming round the curve. She's loosened all her steam and brakes and straightening every nerve. Then get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, there's room for many or more. Then get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, get on board. Little children, there's room for many or more. I hear the trainer coming. She's coming round the curve. She's loosened all her steam and brakes and straining every nerve then get on board little children get on board little children get on board little children there's room for many or more then get on board little children get on board little children get on board little children there's room for many or more that was Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Taiwo and Cast. I'm looking forward to seeing Go Tell It again because you know I've seen it already. Yes. <laughs> so I just can't wait. At this time, uh, I I want to say that this um, Go Tell It uh, Harry Tuppen Christmas Story will be shown. At the City of Refuge United Church of Christ at 8400 Enterprise Way in Oakland. At this time, we're going to take a short musical break, and when we return, uh, the cast members will be gracing us. Well, Taiwo will be gracing us with um, a pair of tickets, two pairs of tickets. So listen up. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Please don't let this harvest pass. Sinner, please don't let this harvest pass. Sinner, please don't let this harvest pass and die. And lose your soul at last. I know that my Redeemer lives. Yes. I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer lives. Sinner, please. Don't let this harvest pass. My God is a mighty man of war. My God is a mighty man of war. My God is a mighty man of war. Sinner, please don't let this harvest pass. Just like John. And he declared he'd 
Ah, that was refreshing, absolutely refreshing, and drumming is just, it takes you spiritually and yes. just moves your body, even if you don't want to move. Gotta have those drums. Yeah, thank you for that. Was that another arrangement by you, Yes, Taiwo? because you gotta have those. I grew up doing West African dance, so uh -huh. that drumming is an essential part of everything that I do. Oh, yeah, so, so beautiful. <laughs> and I married a drummer, so you know. Ah, yeah. right, that's right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Uh, well, I, you know, I have a quote by you at this point. I want to read that. It's so beautiful. Um, you said, when people truly understand our history, they will be inspired, encouraged, and uplifted by the knowledge that our ancestors were courageous, intelligent, resourceful, and resilient. Furthermore, if they could accomplish what they did under the oppression they faced and with few resources, there's no limit to what we can accomplish today. And you know something that is so, so very true. Um, so I think, Tyo, that you really understand our history and you are inspired by our ancestors and it shows in your work. So I want you to tell people where they can how they can contact you so that they can you know get on board yes get on board yes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely get on board and come see go tell it that you will you will not regret it um you can go online our website is www.gotellit.info that's g-o-t-e-l-l-i-t dot i-n-f-o and right there on the home page um you scroll down we have a lovely slideshow from previous productions. But if you scroll down, you can purchase tickets right there on the homepage. Um, or you could listen in and win some tickets if you're lucky. That would be awesome. <laughs> or you could purchase tickets. Um, we have tickets for, we have a child senior rate and then we have a general admission rate as well. Um, we really make it accessible for everyone. We do invite children to the show although i do let parents know we are true to the time period so we we don't sugarcoat anything I, I think it's important that people really have a thorough understanding of history so if you're the type of parent where you're skittish about your children um being or seeing violence or something like that you might want to think twice about bringing them to this show. However, if you're like my mom and you want to expose your children to truth and the reality of uh, your history, then go ahead and bring them. But we do invite audience members of all ages. Yeah, and really, if you're living in the world today, if you're alive, you see violence every day. There's that. <laughs> I, yeah, so this is very true. Huh. So, uh, yes, um, so I want to say that um, we're about time to give away those tickets. So we're going to take a short musical break. And during the musical break, uh, you can start calling. It's caller number 6 and 12. Good luck. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let this harvest pass. Sinner, please don't let this harvest pass. Sinner, please don't let this 
harvest pass and die and lose your soul at last. I know that my Redeemer lives. Yes. I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer lives. Sinner, please don't let this harvest pass. the number but i understand that uh i think we have winners already we have resourceful listeners <laughs> yeah uh, absolutely they looked it up yeah <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> wonderful so yes i'm waiting for my my tech team to give me the name of the winners so that i can announce you on the air yeah so uh so you know we're gonna have uh, some drumming and um, we can actually, um, I don't know if, can he? Yeah. Yeah. We can start some drumming as a little background and some Ooh, some yes. spiritual music so that we can, yeah. So we are waiting for the, the winners. And we are coming to the end of our show, which always saddens me. But I want to tell you that next week, you can tune in again. Okay. Okay. So our winners are Salmam and Dong. Thank you for calling in and being winners. And make sure we see you at the show. Yes, we'll see you there. All right. Congratulations. It's gonna be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the um, the drumming. Can we get? 
cast members were all in here dancing silently. <laughs> <laughs> we're so... show that we can't see absolutely yeah, yeah but we you'll be there and you can see yeah, that's right you'll see it in person <laughs> so this is just a teaser Okay, so we're going to, yeah, soften the drumming a little bit. Uh, thank you, Six. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So I wanted to get some last words, some final words from, uh, from Taiwo, our writer and director of Go Tell It. Um, I'd just like to say that Harriet Tubman has always been such an inspiration for me personally. Um, and I really do. I know that people leave the show feeling inspired. I mean, the fact that she was able to accomplish what she did with limited resources. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, extremely limited, like she didn't have shoes on her feet mm. and had to find shoes walking through forests in the winter in Maryland. I mean, things that we can't even fathom today. Not only did she do it once, but she did it 19 times and helped other people to escape and literally armed with her faith did it and never lost a passenger. Mm, never. That is amazing. No one was ever captured if they were with her. Everybody safely escaped. I mean, and she was just it's phenomenal. She And she had narcolepsy. She would fall asleep. She could be asleep for up to two weeks at a time. Wow. And whoever was with her had to wait until <laughs> she woke up. I mean, it's mind-blowing when you really understand the story. And they waited. Mm -hmm. And in her dreams, she would... She would wake up knowing, okay, I was going to go this way. Don't go that way. Mm -hmm. Well, she was guided by spirit. She was absolutely she guided. guided she spirit. was very, mm -hmm. she had it rooted in her. That mm -hmm. faith was, was what armed her. 
And she went by that and she never wavered in her faith. And she was successful every single escape attempt she made because she was guided by her faith. She had a dream that said, go to this office and wait here. And she did. And it uh-huh. was a, a white abolitionist. She, he said, Harriet, what are you here for? I don't have anything to give you. She said, God told me to come here. Mm-hmm. She slept there all day, literally, because she was she was narcolept. She slept there for about 12 hours. Every time somebody came in the office, they said, why is she here? He said, well, God told her to come here. Mm-hmm. They said, who is this? She, they, they, he told them, it's Harriet Tubman. Every person who came in that office donated money. Mm. And by the time she woke up Beautiful. and she left that day, she had more than enough money than she needed to go back to her next trip to take people out of slavery. Mm-hmm. This woman was guided by faith. And it's such an inspiration to me because yes. if we had an ounce of the faith that she did mm-hmm. and actually did what we're told to do, mm. we could change the world. Yeah, I believe that. I absolutely believe that. Okay, so... Um, I would like for you to give out your information, your contact information again before we... So, yes, our website is www.gotellit.info. You can email us at info at gotellit.info. <laughs> and if you have a specific question, you can call us at 510-434-6773. The show dates are December 19th and 20th, Saturday and Sunday. We have a 2 o'clock show that Saturday, a 7 o'clock show that Saturday evening, and then another 7 o'clock clock show on Sunday and we really 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 hope to see everybody there and once you come see it then you can go tell it <laughs> so that your family members and friends can come see it that's right so you've been and a- we do have group rates if you are looking at bringing a, a group of 10 or more give us a phone call or email us that's 510-434-6773 and we'll make sure that your group gets tickets or email us at info at go tell it.info okay so be there or be square be there or that's be square. what i say yes <laughs> okay at this time uh, i have an announcement um forum on displacement the future of artists and families in oakland there is a, a meeting that's taking place tuesday december the 8th 2015 from uh 6 30 to 8 p.m uh 81st street 81st Street Avenue Branch Library at 1021 81st Street Avenue in Oakland. And the zip code is 94621. So join us for a discussion about the retention of culture and families in this, in the, in a city that is rapidly changing, and that is Oakland. So uh, that's uh, my announcement for tonight, and I, I would like to... Again, thank the callers for calling in and and the winners. Congratulations again for winning the tickets to go tell the Harriet Tubman Christmas story. That wraps it up for tonight. Tune in next Friday for another Full Circle show on your radio. A very special thanks to all the guests that were a part of tonight's show. Our executive our executive producer is Miss M. Our technical director is the one and only Free Will and Frank Sterling. Thanks, Junior Jackson, for your technical directing tonight. Joy Moore is our production, production Joy Moore is our production consultant. <laughs> I've been your host, Zakia G.E.K. Part. Thanks to Ron Thompson for operating the board and Josiah Luis for technical assistant. Actually, it was Sylvia. Sylvia, thank you for tech assist. Uh, and thank 
the audience. Thank all of you in the audience for joining us tonight on Full Circle. Stay tuned. La Una Paita is next. Get up, what oh, it's time to tell it. Tell it, get up, why don't you go? Tell it, get up, why don't you go? Why don't you go? Tell it, get up, why don't you go? Tell it, get up, why don't you go? Tell it, get up, why don't you go? Why don't you go? 